Hi, this is Katie Orr, and you're listening to the Focus 15 Podcast. I know that life is busy, filled with demands and distractions that make it difficult to spend daily time in the Bible. So together, we'll dive deep into God's Word today. All it will take is 15 minutes. Hi, this is Katie Orr, and you're listening to Focus 15 Podcast number 7. As a kid, I loved to play hide-and-go-seek. Maybe you did, too. It was so much fun to try to run as fast as I could and find that perfect spot to um, to hide in and to, to keep away from the person who is it. But, of course, I was not usually a very good hider and was typically found pretty quickly, but that feeling that you would get, uh, you know, as you're running and, you're, and you, you hide and you think you're in a safe place, but you have that anticipation and your heart is just beating so fast because someone could be right around the corner and they might just find you and then they find you and you scream and it's just, oh, it was so much fun. Um, but um, when I was in college, I actually worked with uh, some, with a youth group and for a couple of years, and we played hide-and-go-seek quite a bit with the youth, and that was just hide-and-go-seek on a different level from when, you know, I was playing hide-and-go-seek when I was seven, and with these teenagers, we would turn out all the lights in the church, and it was this big, old church with lots of different, um, weirdly shaped rooms and lots of little nooks that you could you could hide in pretty well, and I had found this place that I hid in and it was, I, it was like the best hiding spot ever. And this was like hide and go seek that we would play for, it'd go on for like an hour or more. And so, um, so I found this spot and I, I snuck in there and I just got real comfortable. And the next thing I know is I start, I, I'm hearing everybody calling my name and you know, I, it startles me. And then I realized I had fallen asleep that I was in this spot and I'd fallen asleep and everybody had been found, but me, <laughs> everybody had to go through the church trying to look for me. Um, and so, uh, the, the, the spot that I found in hide and go seek was so safe that I was able, I didn't have that heart pounding, adrenaline pumping, thrilling sensation that I did when I was seven. Um, I was safe, I, and I knew that, and I, I could rest enough to unintentionally fall asleep. Last week, we started a new series in Psalm 46, looking at what is true about God in Psalm 46. And we talked about, instead of trying harder, we need to believe better. So often, our efforts are focused more on I gotta quit being so anxious. I gotta quit being so angry. I gotta stop this. I gotta do this. And though, yes, I do believe that as we grow in our relationship with God, and over time, we we can be less angry. We can be less anxious. And I do believe God wants us to live in those places where we are not fearful and we're not anxious and we're not angry uh, to the point of sin. But Instead of the focus being on the end result, I think that our focus should first be on believing better. And we talked about little Tariana, who's a little three-year-old, who um, freaked out when she saw a character of the play, Triton. 
And in, in reality, this was a 16-year-old boy. But in the three-year-old's mind, this was a scary monster. And she was very, very scared. And it affected her actions. And it affected her what she believed to be true, even though it wasn't true, still very much affected her reality. And just like that, that sweet little three-year-old girl, we believe things wrongly about God and that affects our actions. So today we're going to dig into Psalm 42, 46 verse 1 and look at what is true about God here. And Psalm 46 1 says, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. The first thing it says here is God is our refuge. And this word refuge, it can also be translated into shelter. And it, and it means it's this place of safety, a place free from danger. My hiding place in that big old Methodist church with all the scary little creeks and, and, and um, dark places, um, it was a safe place for me. It was free from danger of being found. And similarly, God is our hiding place. Psalm 32, 7 says, For you are my hiding place. You protect me from trouble. You surround me with songs of victory. When we sit with God as our hiding place, we stay with him as our refuge, we are protected by his presence. We are safe under his shelter, safe enough to fall asleep because he is trustworthy. Psalm 4, 8 says, In peace I will both lie down and sleep, for you alone, O Lord, make me to dwell in safety. Psalm 62, 8 says, Trust in him at all times, O people. Pour out your heart before him. God is a refuge for us. God is trustworthy. Being in God's presence is the safest place we can be. Psalm 73, 28 says, But for me, it is good to be near God. I have made the Lord my refuge, that I may tell of all your works. So we need to ask ourselves, am I hid in God's protective refuge or have I created my own shelter? When I'm running from something, when something is bothering me, when there's troubles, when, you know, fill in the blank. When things come into our lives that are scary or hard or frustrating, what do we run to? Do we run to God as our refuge, as our safe place? Or do we run to something else or somebody else? To keep us safe. And the reality is only God can protect us in that way. Only God can be our true and safe refuge. So the question is, especially if, if we answer, no, I'm not hid in God's protective refuge. I have created my own shelters. Do I believe that God is able to keep me safe? And this is the place that we need to renew our minds and go over these verses over and over again and tell our hearts that God is able to keep me safe, even when I don't feel like it, even when I don't understand, even when it seems impossible. Our mind must tell our hearts what is true. 
And God's word must tell our minds and renew our minds to what is true. That's how we believe better. And as we believe better, our heart and our feelings will follow. Well, looking back at verse one, we see another characteristic of God. It says, God is our refuge and strength. This word can also be um, translated fortress. And when I think about strength, one of the first places in scripture that that come, that recalls to mind is 2 Corinthians 12, verses 7 through 10. And this may be a familiar passage to you. This is Paul writing to the Corinthians, the, the church, the Christians in Corinth. And he, he's sharing with them a struggle of his. And he says, a thorn was given me in the flesh, a messenger of Satan to harass me, to keep me from becoming conceited. Three times I pleaded with the Lord about this, that it should leave me. But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly of my weaknesses, so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. For the sake of Christ, then, I am content with weaknesses, insults, hardships, persecutions, and calamity. For when I am weak, then I am strong. It was a few years back and I was reading these verses in it. And it was as like as if God just kind of opened my eyes to the realities passage. I felt like I was pretty weak and going through lots of hardships. And it was just a very hard, frustrating time for me. And I remember often going to God in prayer saying, God, would you strengthen me? Help me be better at this. Help me to get through this. Make me stronger so that I can do these things. And it it was as if God was just saying, no, no, I'm not going to make you stronger. <laughs> that is not the prayer that you need to pray. I am your strength. You becoming stronger is not going to change your circumstances. You becoming better at whatever it is that's going through. You being able to escape the hardships on your own. Those things will not result in what all of those things are supposed to give us anyway. A closeness to God and for him to be glorified. And so if God were to, to answer my prayer of making me stronger, then I wouldn't need him. And when you look at the Second Corinthians passage, it says that a thorn was given me in the flesh to keep me from being conceited. So it was given to him. And three times, Paul says, I pleaded with the Lord about this, that it should leave me. But God said, no, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. So God allowed the thorn. We don't know what that thorn was for Paul. It could have been something physical, like an ailment or a sickness. It could have been um, pain. It could have been depression. It could have been a number of things. Or it, it, it could have been, um, it could have been enemies. It could very well have been so many things. We don't know that, but we do know that God allowed whatever it was. And he also denied Paul's request to, to have it removed. The God's choice was to allow it. 
because that was what was best for Paul. And that was what would bring Christ the most glory. Through Paul's weakness, God was shown strong. Through my weakness, God is shown strong. So when when we pray, we need to ask ourselves, do do I pray self-centered prayers? Lord, give me this. Make me stronger. Help me to be better. Or are our prayers more of a plead for God to be our strength, to thank him for our weaknesses, and to ask him to be what we can never be, and to thank him for all that he's given us through Christ. It's a subtle yet important difference. Psalm 28, 7 through 8 says, The Lord is my strength and my shield. In him my heart trusts, and I am helped. My heart exalts, and with my song I give thanks to him. The Lord is the strength of his people. He is the saving refuge of his anointed. God is our refuge. He is trustworthy. God is our strength. He is able. Do you believe that today? Do you believe that God is trustworthy? That God is strong? God, I confess that I often do not act as if you are trustworthy. I do not act as if you are strong. I forget how you've provided for me in the past. I forget how you've proven yourself over and over and over again as very much trustworthy and very much strong. God, would you give us a renewed sense today in both our head and in our hearts of your power, of your sovereignty, and of your great love for us. And that through Christ that we can enter into fellowship and intimate relationship with you. And it's in that place that we can be safe, that you are our refuge. Help us, Lord, when when life is hard and scary, help us to run to you and to find that safe place and to declare that you are trustworthy. And when we are having the worst days <laughs> and uh, we feel as if we cannot take another step, Lord, would you enable us by your strength, by your power, by your spirit to fulfill the roles that you've given us. And as we walk by your strength, would you be glorified in us today? We thank you so much for your word and for your steadfast character. We pray all these things in your name. Amen. Thanks for listening to the Focus 15 podcast. You will find the show notes on the blog at katieor.me backslash truth. If you've enjoyed this episode of the Focus 15 podcast, consider leaving a review on iTunes to help others find the show. I'd love it if you check out my Focus 15 Bible studies at focused15.com. And as always, you can find me hanging out and sharing truth on Instagram and Twitter at katieor22.